Welcome to Revival from the Bible. Road trip. Special edition where we help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, May 14th, 2022. Well, now for the second day in a row, we're coming at you from the road. Ben Blakey here with my co-host for these special editions, Pastor Charlie Matz. How are you doing, Pastor Charlie? Good. Wonderful to be here. We are uh, coming on the road again. We we just passed a sign that said we are 14 miles from Twin Falls, Idaho, as we're recording this. So we are heading back to the Treasure Valley from Wyoming. Uh, I think yesterday, most of the feedback we got, I think, was about how fast you were driving, Pastor Charlie. Well, they... They don't want to know how fast I'm driving today, then. Well, well then. Well, well, maybe they want to know what we're eating for dinner. I, I bet you that's what everyone's wondering, right? Well, probably not. The, the, the things we picked up from the gas station. Uh, <laughs> maybe not the most interesting thing. So let's maybe get to, you know, like the Bible. and something people really might want to uh, get into. First, let's just talk a little bit about what we've been up to. So we were in Wyoming for a small regional conference of this group uh, within the Master's Fellowship from the Rocky Mountain region. So we were there with pastors from Idaho and Wyoming and Utah, uh, spending some time. And kind of the theme for most of the sessions was that we are the salt of the earth. What were the things that stood out to you, Pastor Charlie, from from those sessions? Really just the fact of how many different ways salt is used and thinking through the the many uh, complexities and unpacking the passage of us being salt. You know, this idea of uh, being a preservative in the culture. There was a couple other things too there. Right. And and, uh, one of them was that it's a salt was a a pleasure enhancer because it it made food better. It made food more tasty. And that was an interesting thing to me where even we should be uh, people that are living life in such a way that people say, oh man, that's, I want what that person has because there should be a joy that Christians have, a a joy in life. It made me think actually of what we've been learning in Ecclesiastes and just uh, a sneak peek for those of you listening to this on Saturday, if you come tonight or tomorrow, we'll be looking at the last passage there um, that really uh, gets into uh, just enjoying life one last time and really excited for that. The the final session really of the, the conference even focused on purity, which was one of the other things just an aspect of salt. If we lose our purity, we will not be effective in making a difference in this world. And he talked about that, especially for pastors. And one thing he said that I think applies to any Christian uh, is, you know, no one, usually no one sets out for a a moral failure, right? No one says, oh, you know, I want to try to blow up my family or blow up my life by uh, some sin. And so just that, that warning I thought was was really helpful and even how it connected to being the salt of the earth I thought that was really good yeah and one of the things I took away that has everything to do with revival from the bible was this idea that when you're sated when you're full you're satisfied you you are not hungry and so 
he was making the point that the scripture is very clear. When you are satisfied in the word of God, you are not hungry to look elsewhere for pleasure or for meaning or for sustenance. And so just a reminder for us to be in the word of God so we can be sated. We can have that satisfaction of being full with the best food that we possibly could. Man does not live on bread alone. So for us to be in the word is actually to be full of the best thing we can be. So we're not looking elsewhere, which can lead to impurity. Right. And it was good just to fellowship with other pastors uh, doing ministry and seeking to teach the Bible uh, throughout these few states. But as we get get back into our reading plan, as we are headed back home, looking forward to being at Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley this weekend. I mean, if they're listening to this, that means we made it home safely to upload this. Uh, but our reading today in the New Testament, it's Matthew 26, 57 through 68, Mark 14, 53 through 65, Luke 22, 54, and John 18, 13 through 24. And uh, that, again, is starting to cover really the, the mock the mockery of a trial that they tried to throw together for Jesus where they're bringing in false witnesses and ultimately condemn him for blasphemy. Uh, notice that they understood Jesus's claims of deity. Uh, so when people today, you know, want to say, ah, oh, Jesus didn't think he was God. I mean, some of the passage today, the, the claims that he makes are pretty strong and clearly understood to be uh, claims of deity. Uh, but we want to spend most of our time just thinking about the Psalms today. And even as we're on the road, what we want to do is just uh, read Psalm 16 together. So I, w- I want to read this Psalm and we just reflect on it. And hopefully that encourages you. This is such a gem of uh, of the Psalter. And let's read this slowly. And hopefully it encourages you in your meditations this Saturday. It says, Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my list, my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel, and the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Uh, such a beautiful psalm. Just reading through that now, Pastor Charlie, what, what kind of sticks out to you from Psalm 16? Really this idea, again, going back to this whole point that God is our complete satisfaction. We're totally satisfied in Him. We live the life that we were designed to live originally. And so as Christians, I think just going back to that, to the word and to, to seek him and to, to really sit at the Lord's feet and, and to be with him in his presence, to hear his words spoken to us, and really meditate on those so that we can have that, that outlook that we see in this song. Right. And one thing that as a byproduct of that mindset of being satisfied in the Lord, I noticed just the security that comes from that in this psalm. In verse 8, it says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. 
And, and then it goes on to say, therefore, my whole, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. We can have a joy uh, over our whole being uh, that comes from the security from saying, I'm seeking the Lord. I'm seeking him over and above anything else. I'm satisfied with him and him alone. And because God is all I want, I don't need to worry so much about this life and all the things that might or might not happen. I can have security. I will not be shaken. Uh, such an amazing psalm. I encourage you to really use this psalm as, as something to pray through today. Uh, just as you uh, think through God's word today. Uh, Pastor Charlie, how far away are we from our destination? One hour and 40 minutes. All right. So I think we got some more time. I think we should do the same thing with Psalm 15. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's read this psalm. We're reading Psalm 14, 15, 16 today. Uh, Psalm 15 is a short one, but a great one. It says, O Lord, who may sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. He who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, and whose eyes a vile person is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own hurt and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest, and does not take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things will never be moved. Now, I've heard sermons preached on this psalm that basically look at verse 1, hey, this is who can approach the Lord, and then they look at all the things in verses 2 through 5 and basically say, well, none of us have lived up to this standard, so that's why we need the gospel. And that's a, a true statement that none of us have lived up to this standard. We do desperately need a Savior. That is our only hope. But I do think sometimes that pulls the, the punch of this psalm out a little bit, where I think as someone who has put their trust in Jesus Christ, someone that has been forgiven for all of our failures in these things, these should be the things through the power of the Spirit that we seek. Um, anything that stood out from this psalm to you, Pastor Charlie? I think going on the theme from before, again, just jumping into this idea of now, you look at what's being said here as a result of being obedient to the Word of God. You know, the strength that we find through the righteousness of Christ, through the Holy Spirit giving us the power to live out these things. But we only know how to live out these things by the commands in Scripture, by right. understanding what God says is right and wrong. We, we need someone to tell us that. God has to reveal that to us, what's true and what's right. And so I think another one of the many, many reasons why we're in the Word of God, why we meditate on it, so that we can remind ourselves and really preach the Word of God to ourselves, what obedience looks like and what all the benefits are of actually living a righteous life before the Lord. Right. And you mentioned the benefits there. That's the last line of the psalm. He who does these things shall never be moved. There's that idea of security again. And I think that's a good reminder for us that God's commandments are not burdensome. They are not meant to steal our joy. They are meant to give us joy. Sin steals 
our joy. Uh, when we do the things that please the Lord, we find there is a safety and there is a security in that. And that also maybe reminds me of something we might be looking at, at Ecclesia in Ecclesiastes this weekend for those that will be coming to uh, Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley. So thank you everybody for putting up with us on the road uh, yesterday and today. We are looking forward to being home, being at church this weekend, being back uh, to normal with Revival from the Bible next week. And so uh, we want to thank you for digging into God's Word with us today on Revival from the Bible. Uh, For more resources, go to revivalfromthebible.com. For more information on Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.